What's up, everybody? It's Jay and Jay with Justin and Jordan. What we got today, Justin? So today we will be talking about everything that's been going on in the league. It's the third week of the NBA season. Um, we just had some in-season tournament games yesterday, and um, yeah, just got gotta see what's going on right now in the league. You know what I want to talk about first, though, Justin. I want to talk about a team that we should be respecting more. Um, now that I think about it, we haven't covered them yet to this day. They've been playing phenomenally. People are saying they're contenders at this point in the season. I mean, the season just started. Niggas haven't even played 10 games yet, but people are calling them contenders already. Young, bright, all-star. One of the best defenses in the league, if not the best right now. They're just cooking everybody. Can we please talk about the Timberwolves real quick, bro? Like it's it's kind of the the last week that they've had, they've earned their own segment at this point in time. Like I wish we could give every team their own segment. Just doesn't work that way. It's gonna be cycling. Like bro, if, when the Wizards get a two game win streak, three game win streak, we'll talk about that. They'll get their segment. Of course, some teams are is gonna get more segments than others depending on how they plan. Extremely good, extremely bad. Timberwolves are on fucking fire right now, bro. They are on fire on all cylinders. Now, first thing I want to ask you, though, Justin, in that Celtics game, I mean, people were saying, like, oh, they good without Cat. You feel me? Like, they perfectly fine without Cat. Trade Cat. They just won last night with him, and he played a really good fucking ball. Do you see this front court of Gobert and Cat making this team, like, actually a contender? Or do you think that they're going to have to move on from Cat based on that small sample size of when he was gone in that Celtics game? Um, <clears throat> I feel like ultimately the the ceiling is higher a little bit for this team with Cat not there, mm-hmm. and I only say that because like a team like the Celtics, that's a team where like realistically you're gonna have to go against that mold of team in the postseason, and we saw when they played um the Grizzlies in in the playoffs. What was that two seasons ago? Mm-hmm. He was he played well at times, but there was a lot of times where he made like stupid decisions. A lot of bad fouls, like, and you could see, like, in some of these moments, he still hasn't, like, gotten that into his head, like, oh, I can't be making these stupid fouls and doing this, keeping my, getting myself into foul trouble. So, he does bring a lot, like, offensively, but um, I know he's been struggling as of late, but he's starting to pick it up a little bit more, but I think kind of knowing, like, Cause that's like the big like question mark for that team, yeah. whether he's gonna be there or not. Like going forward, not to say he's a bad player, but I feel like to go where you want to go with this team, Ant has to be the guy. And I'm really confident in what Jared Vanderbilt could be. I'm not saying he's gonna be fucking some big superstar, but he's taking the steps. He's a guy who's gotten better every year. Rudy Gobert's been playing a lot better this year. I really like Kyle Anderson. Nas Reed is great. Like, Nas, shout out Jersey. So, shout out Jersey. Shout out Jelly Fam. Yeah, Nas Reed. I like how Nas Reed and Rudy Gobert be complimenting each other. So I feel like you could afford to not have Cat. So it just depends on your return back. But like, I don't think it's gonna be a big, big like, like dampen on your team for that. So I think the the Timberwolves could make some progress with Cat not there. 
Cat obviously does help, but it's it's tough when you're asking him to guard fours, mm-hmm. especially motherfuckers that are quicker than him. Yeah. So it's it's tough, but I think some some teams like you make a good addition by subtraction with some like with some moves. I think like this front court would have been amazing ten years ago. You feel me? Ten years ago when he has to guard like a fucking Greg Monroe at the four, a Paul Millsap, you feel me? Like that. This would be an ideal situation. Right now, Tatum will run the four. Kawhi will run the four. LeBron might run the four. I was about to say, LeBron (laughs) will run the four. It's like all these guys that like shift, you know, uh, Luka will match up against four sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like just based on his body type, based on the the lineup that's out there, he'll be a forward. It's like you're you're playing against all these smaller forwards. Like the power forward position has has changed so much, just in the last five years. To be honest, yeah. Fuck ten years. In the last five years, the forward position has really like evolved, and it's just feeling like it feels like the difference between small forward and power forward does not exist. It's just a forward. You just got two forwards on your team yeah. now. There's no differentiating factor anymore. Yeah. It's not height. It's not weight. It's not play style. Because like we just said, Tatum, um, Kawhi, Durant. You feel me? Durant, LeBron, like all these guys, realistically, like the fact of the matter is these guys are really just small forwards just filling up that four spot. And I don't want Cat guarding any of those guys. Imagine in the playoffs, him having to guard any one of those guys. He's getting fried. Absolutely fried. But that begs the question of if you move Cat, right, what do you move him for? Because the only links that I've heard of Cat so far is Cat to the Knicks. And you would be taking what? Like Julius Randle in return? You're just, you're just getting the same problem. If anything, all due respect to Julius Randle, but you're getting worse taking Randle in that trade than just keeping Cat. Yeah. You're, you're just, you're, you're, being, you're bringing in a guy who's a little bit more of a black hole on offense compared to Cat. And you're still having that problem. Of, all right, you got this big guy playing the four. He could stretch out just like Cat, you feel me? Cat's way better of a stretch player. So that's another thing. You're, you're losing the spacing as well. So it's like, what do you move Cat for? I would say um I would say upgrade at the point guard position cuz Mike Conley as good as he is he is getting up there in age. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the position you kind of look to move. So or get somebody that where you don't have to necessarily trade Mike Conley, he could just be a backup, bring somebody in. I don't know who that point guard is. I was just about to ask like hypothetical um, who would that even be. Damn, Tyus Jones would have been lovely on this team. True. He would have been lovely on this team. And he started off in Minnesota too. So come back home. That would have been a good a good thing. Um I mean, some people flirted with Trey Young. I don't know how I like that. I'm not the biggest fan of that. It would be good if Trey Young said, All right, this ain't my team. This is Ant's team. I'm gonna be more of a facilitator, playmaker, and then occasionally in big moments I'm gonna if if he could somehow do that and control his ego, yeah. control his ego, put his his pride aside, that could be a really interesting thing too. Because now you got your lob thrower Rudy, you got Ant, who will be your best fucking your best fucking running mate. Yep. So that will potentially be really scary too. And you got the pieces to hide Trey Young on defense. On defense, exactly. Yeah. So I that'll mean, that'll be a good fit too. I'm just trying to think though, just hypothetical, like let's say like Trey Young is too big of a of a trade. I mean, just like lower end guys, like would a would a Malcolm Brogdon really like move these guys forward? No, not necessarily. Like, but then you talk about star guards. I mean, I guess Trey, if, if he was to ask out, sure, but it's like 
what other star guard would they get in return that a team would even want to move with all due respect a star guard is way more valuable than a star big man at this point in time any star big that's not Embiid and Jokic I will trade you for a star guard but why why would I give you LaMelo Ball yeah there's really why would I give you Brunson even if Trey was like ask out why would I give you Trey for Cat why why would I do that yeah, because I feel like if you look at the landscape of the league now, the teams that would cons- maybe consider it, if they have a big man on the roster, they probably thinking, like, I don't know if I could play Cat with another big. Because, mm-hmm. like, you look at the Cavs, like, Darius Garland would be perfect for the Timberwolves, but you probably, it's probably the same story if you put him next to Evan Mobley. Yep. Same thing, um, I guess, Charlotte to a lesser degree, Mark Williams is kind of up and coming. Probably, I don't know if they could play together. And I don't think they're looking to move LaMelo either. So. Obviously not. Yeah. So it's kind of, I feel like Tyus Jones would be good because that's a, a little bit more realistic. Trey Young, that could be that could be an interesting one too. That would be a, that would be an incredible team. That would be great. I think right now, I think the contender talk got to slow down. I think their ceiling right now is a second round exit, but a really tough second round exit at this point in time. And that's just because the West is phenomenal right now. We would, say it all would, the time. Would you say they're like a tier below contender? Sure. Yeah. Like I, name name some teams. I'll I'll see I'll see who would win in a fucking playoff series. Um, let's go Warriors. Honestly, I would I would take the Timberwolves over the Warriors. Uh, Kings. That's a close one. Uh that one could go either way. I would go to seven. Uh, Dallas. Dallas is frying this team. Okay, uh, OKC. They're frying OKC. Uh, Clippers. I think it would be really close, but I know I talk shit on the Clippers a lot. I think the Clippers could pull it out. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, that's really the teams I was going to say. Yeah, because, like, Nuggets, obviously, yeah. frying them. They might take one more game this yeah, time. Around. One extra game, but yeah. that's it. But, like, besides uh-huh. that, frying them. I mean, the Suns, I'll be honest with you, they could go toe-to-toe with the Suns. But I think the Suns will still beat them in like six. The Lakers, depending on how they look by the end of the season, that could go either which way. But there's yeah. really still only a few teams that um that they would uh lose to. But even then, like it's inevitable. You're gonna you're still gonna play them one way or yeah. another. Sometime in the playoffs, you're you're gonna play the Clippers. You're gonna play the Nuggets. You know, you're gonna play one of these, you're gonna play the Lakers, you're gonna play one of these teams, eventually the Mavs. You have to. You literally have to. The Kings, you have to. Mathematically speaking, you got to play one of these fucking teams before you go to the conference finals. There's no way you're avoiding all, what, five of those teams? It's impossible. Yeah. But right now, like, I, I, I'm i really happy about how the Timberwolves are playing. Happy for Timberwolves fans. I mean, this is, like, the best, like, fucking, what, five, six-year stretch they've had since Garnett. Honestly, like, if they get to a conference finals, this would be a better stretch than Garnett. And Anthony Edwards could cement himself as the best Timberwolf of all time. Yeah. Kind of not the biggest pride compared to being like the best Celtic, the best Laker, even like the best Miami Heat player. But still something to be proud of. I think we're projecting Ant to be the best Timberwolf of all time. I mean, he's just been able to bring these guys to the playoffs again and again. Twice already he's gone. Two playoff appearances already. Yeah, he looks fucking scary right now. He, he looks, he looks like a monster right now. It's he, crazy. He looks incredible. And it, it's just like there's so much talent in the league that 
it's so hard to to give him MVP. There's, like I said, even in preseason, remember, everyone was yeah. talking about and MVP and MVP. I kind of wanted to cool off on that. You know, I said he's elite, but he's not MVP. Even now, I'm hesitant to say, like, this is a top five player in the NBA right now. I can't give that to him yet. Yeah, top five might be crazy. I, I cannot. I really want to. He's a young superstar. He's a fun guy. He plays a fun game. He's he's incredible to watch. Athletic. Tries on both ends. But I, I cannot give him top five He might five be yet. cracking into 10. Yeah. Yeah. I could I could potentially give him top 10, but top yeah. five. Yeah. Cannot give you that. Yeah, that, he, he looks like level. he looks like fucking prime D Wade on crack. Oh like, my god, <laughs> dude! And D Wade was one of my yeah. favorite players growing up. I, that's why I love this team. And besides just Ant, bro, like I'm happy for for Gobert. I've never felt one way or another. Yeah. When it comes to Gobert, I think he's gotten some unfair treatment sometimes, such as the Clippers um, series. People want to hold that against him, call him a shitty defender. But it's just like they schemed against him against his one weakness. You feel me? That's what you do. You you create your play style, uh, taking advantage of the weaknesses in the defense. And he can't come to the perimeter. That's fine. But you look at him in the fucking paint, bro, you don't want to see him. Cool, he gets dunked on, whatever, whatever. Every great defensive big that anchors the offense has gotten dunked on. It's going to fucking happen. Matumbo got dunked on by Jordan. You feel me? Are we calling Matumbo a piece of shit defender? No. Ben Wallace has been dunked on. Kobe dunked on him. Yeah, like everyone's every every great defensive big has been dunked on. Dwight Howard got dunked on. One of the best defensive bigs of all time. He got fucking dunked on. It happens, you know? And a lot of people last year they're saying, oh, this shit's not gonna work. And most of the fault is on Rudy. So there's such a terrible trade for the Timberwolves, blah, blah, blah. Trade all these pieces. But honestly, like, so far, this is looking good for the Timberwolves. And I'm really happy for Gobert, man. Like, I think he gets the short on the stick way too much, bro. Sometimes, you know, it is his fault. Sometimes it's not, bro. Sometimes he's just the anchor and, you know, he's getting dragged out. It happens. Happens to everybody. That's that's just how the game fucking works. But Timberwolves, contender or not, Justin? Uh, contender, uh, I wouldn't say contender. I think they're like a tier below. Tier below? Yeah, tier below. Fair enough. Maybe with the right moves and the trade deadline, maybe they could get there. But I think this team is trending upwards right now. Where do they place right now? In your head by the end of the season, where do you think they're gonna place? Oh, uh, shit! I think they could be like four or five seed. We agree. Okay, we agree. They, I think they're gonna lock in that yeah. four or five seed. Definitely avoid the playing. Yeah, by a decent mile, fifty wins. Fifty. I'll say like, I'll say like forty nine to fifty two around there. I was gonna say fifty on the fucking dot, and this would be what their first fifty win season since two thousand four. Like, but I don't think they... I think that's their only season they won 50. Damn, that's a... I could be wrong. But that's when they went into the conference finals. But I could be wrong. That could be their only time that they won 50 fucking games. Ever? Yeah, I think so. Damn, that's a bad... Like I said, I could be wrong. They did make the playoffs in those early 2000s before 2004. But I know for a fact, in 2004, KG MVP, Western Conference Finals against the Lakers. How many games they, they won, won that 50. year? 54? I don't know, but I just know they won 50 for a fact. Yo, that's crazy. 100%. I mean, you only, gotta remember, only, Justin. That's a shit franchise. This is no disrespect. I mean, it's not a shocker, bro. Before they made it to the playoffs in 2018, their last appearance was that 2004 appearance. Like the Holy. only team, exactly. I'm looking at it. Right. Oh, they won 50 games twice. Good for them. Actually, three times. This would be their fourth. 2001, 2002, they won 50. Okay. Flat. 2002, 2003, they won 51, and then KG's MVP, they won 58. 
Exactly. So I, I'll give this team 50 flat, which is a really good season. But in the West right now, probably like a four seed. It's, it's probably going to be a four seed, but this is not a team you want to see in the first Damn, round. Damn, and they won 46 two years ago. Yeah. They won 48 with Jimmy, I think. They were, so, pro- they were projected to win check. fucking 50. That when was, Jimmy that was, was playing, 17, 18, right? Yeah. When, they, when Jimmy was playing, they were projected to win 50. Remember, they were a four seed before he went down. They were, they were 47 and 35. They were a four seed before he went down, bro. Damn, that's like a fucking like four seed in the East. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, and there was they the AC. The and they got fucking fried by the yeah. Rockets. Not even the Warriors. They got fried by the Rockets. I remember the yo, I remember that one year, the 2018 Cavs, they went like 50 and 32 and they were the four seed. They were the four seed. Yeah. But that that's pretty good for the East back then. Not you can't yet. lie, the four seeds back then used to win like forty six games. Fucking that's, AC used to get in fucking thirty seven wins. That's how it was. Shout out to the Bucks. Shout out to Monte Ellis, one of my favorite players ever. Shout out to Brandon Jennings. Fucking Michael Jordan Bulls did that. I'm pretty sure once. Yep. Fraud. You see? Thank you. <laughs> Easy ass league, no competition. Fraud playoff appearance. Let's move on though, Justin. I want to talk about one of my favorite topics right now. To be honest with you. What? I think. Doc Rivers needs to be blackballed. So, yeah, honestly, Justin, I just want to make a quick statement right now because you know that Doc Rivers, bro, I, I have this harsh criticism some some people will say, but a lot of people agree with me. Doc Rivers is a fucking basketball terrorist. And what he does to teams, it is a shame, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. It is, it is a shame. And it just proves. I think the Sixers team, what they're doing proves that this man has no place coaching the NBA. And he should not have even had a fucking job in the last 10 years. Honestly, we're seeing Embiid be a playmaker. He's in, he's evolved his game to become a playmaker of some sort. You feel me? Tyrese Maxey, he's maximizing his potential. All of this under Nick Nurse. No James Harden. He has no access to James Harden like, like Doc Rivers did. So it's like, what, what's going on? Why, why, why is it that Doc Rivers has had a job? For over the last decade when he's been nothing but a fucking failure. And this team is proof that he's been nothing but a fraud and a failure. He can't coach for shit in this league. And, ju- and just to, to segue into, because I don't want to be shitty on Doc the whole time. But, like, look how amazing the Sixers are playing, bro. They beat their demons, bro. They can never beat the fucking Celtics. They just did it, bro. Almost lost the lead, sure. But guess what? Embiid, Embiid came up clutch. They did it. They beat him down, finally. How often have we seen an, an Embiid's fucking tenure with the Sixers that he beats the Sixers? He says it himself. He's like, yo, they beat our ass every fucking time. It's not a rivalry. They finally did it now. They're, they're the top seed in the East right now. Who would have expected that? You and me had them below four or five seeds. We had them like as a six seed, a five seed maybe without Harden. But they're the top seed in the East right now. Again, we have not played 10 games yet. But what Nick Nurse has been able to do with this team, bro, it's... It's it's been a really good look so far. Again, everything's gonna get defined when it comes to Sixers and Embiid. Everything's defined by the playoffs. But right now, they're rolling. They're rolling, and this is really the best version of Embiid that we've really seen. And I'm excited to see what he could keep doing for the rest of the season. Him and Maxi. Now, yeah, um, Maxi's been playing great. Embiid's been playing great so far through these first couple of games. I'm like, the shit I'm seeing from Embiid right now. I'm like. This is when I would have gave him the MVP. Like, yep. so, and it sucks that we have to like we're. Always, I feel like we're always like a year off when somebody deserves an award, but he's really been hooping. Um, yeah, the Doc Rivers shit. 
I feel like a lot of it, him keeping a job, just had to do it. That one chip. So, a lot of people, especially GMs, are like, "Well, he's a he's a championship coach, so he must know what he's doing." Jeez, so, bro. I feel like that the reputation of that kind of just keeps you around for that long. I never really thought him and the Sixers were a good fit to begin with. They never were. Yeah, I I like I knew when it first happened. I'm like, all right, they're probably they'll probably win more regular season games, but in the playoffs, that's when shit's gonna get dicey. So. I guess the Celtics was good for him because I was like, I feel like in that time period, in that generation, it was a better thing. You had like an older team, so they kind of like followed suit. So it was a little bit, a little bit better for him. He could just they could match his coaching style. But mm, I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck about that. You, I mean, I I'm, I hear what you're saying, like, oh, the Celtics was a good fit, but because I don't think his Celtics tenure was bad. But here's my thing, though. You got three of the best players in the NBA at the same time and create the only super team of that time, right? This isn't the first super team. This isn't the first big big three. But in 2008, there was no other super team that was around. I don't give a fuck who's coaching that team. They're winning a championship. You have Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Rondo on one team, and they're not old yet. They were older. They weren't their 100% best version of themselves. We weren't getting um, supersonics, Ray Allen. We weren't getting... 2004 KG, we weren't getting like 2002 Paul Pierce, but these guys were still all-stars, bro. And then you bring in a young point guard who ends up becoming an all-star just down, a couple years down the line. That shit was cake. They won 60-something games. I'm sorry. Anyone could have won 60-something games with that team as a coach. Not James Borrego. I'll, I'll give him the props to do that shit. Not Steve Clifford. I'd give him the props to do it. They not, could do it. Not Steven Silas. They could do it. They could do it. Luke Walton. Mike Woodson could do it. Mike, I respect Mike, Mike Woodson. He, he could do it. Mike Woodson wasn't bad, bro. He could do it, bro. A lot of people could do it. Jeff Hornets, I could do it. He wasn't bad. That's what I'm saying. But he, I'm saying, like, these are coaches. Like, these are coaches that are kind of, like, average. You feel me? Could Jim Boylan do it? I think if he doesn't do his bullshit, like, oh, we're doing practice the day after a back-to-back, <laughs> fine. But if he's... Bro, nah. but I'm, what I'm saying is, like, if I say, like, bro, if you were in there and you're just like, honestly, guys... Go fucking play. Let KG captain the defense. Just command that defense, bro. Let Rondo control the offense. Rondo's a fucking coach on the court, even at that young age. I could literally sit back and be like, go do something, guys. Go play. Go have fun. Like like a little kid's coach. <laughs> like, like fifth grade basketball. Like, bro, just go have fun. You feel me? Yeah. And that's all there is to it. So when with a team like that, it's not that hard, Justin. Come on. That's how I feel with the 2018 Warriors. That's what I'm saying. Anyone yeah. could have coached the 2008 Warriors to a championship. Anyone could have coached the 2008 Celtics to a championship just because that one team in particular was so much more talented than the rest of the fucking league. Then the rest of the league, they caught up to those Warriors. The rest of the league caught up to the Celtics, but it took a while. It took a while. It. It. I, I give no respect for his one ring, bro, because what has he done since then? Clippers ain't on shit. Phenomenal team every single year. Never did shit. No conference finals, bro. No conference finals. 3-1 lead blown. Come to Philly. Incredible team. Lose to the fucking Hawks. Then what happened the year after? Lose to the Heat. You was better on paper, bro. Respectfully, you lose to the Heat. Just now, you blew a 3-2 lead 
You've blown only coach to blow multiple three one leads, bro. Multiple three one leads. Anyone else done that? No. So why would I give him the confidence ever to give him a fucking job? And I hope the rest of the league, bro, like they're thinking, bro, and they're just like, damn, I'm never gonna hire this bum ass nigga in a suit ever to coach a fucking team. Unless I wanna lose in the playoffs in the second round. I feel like some team will. I which is gonna be so funny. Mm. I just hope it's not us, bro. I nah. hope it's not us. I feel like the next team that'll hire him will be like a t- like a young team. That's kind of like but even like the then Pistons. They got Monty, and they gave him a bag, too. That's true, that's true. Like, the... Think of a team that could maybe... But the thing is, I feel like every team's kind of, like, securing a coach. That's like, what I'm saying. I, would, I wouldn't put him to coach the Thunder right now. No. Nope. doing fine. Mark, they know. Like, I'm thinking about the young teams. Bless you. God damn. Bless you. The Nets, Thank maybe. You. But even then, like... Nah, Jock Vaughn is good. You ain't gonna do shit. Jock Vaughn's a good coach. That's what I'm saying. That would like, be a fucking downgrade. Every that's my point. Everyone would be a downgrade. So you're saying like a young team. I'm like, I'm bro. Trying, I'm trying to think. That's a downgrade. Everyone's gonna be a downgrade. Who I'm about the to Kings look. would be a downgrade. A massive downgrade. Yeah, Pelicans, that'd be a downgrade. downgrade. Clippers, downgrade. Downgrade. Nah, yeah, he don't want to go back there. Portland? Maybe I fucking guess, bro. But they ain't gonna be on shit. Utah, that'll be a downgrade. But that's another thing, though. Justin saying, young team. This man takes jobs of teams that are already good. Why? That's true. Because he can't do shit without without good players around him, without superstars, not just all stars, superstars. He wouldn't be on shit without CP. Wouldn't be on. Sh- he wouldn't be on shit without the big three. He would not be on shit without Kawhi and PG on that Clipper team. Would not be on shit without Embiid. Harden. So we really have only seen it, what, like one time where he didn't have... And that was at, what, 2019 Clippers? That was the 2019 Clippers, and that was it. Yeah. One season. I'm not going to shit on him for the Team Act days, you feel me? Like, respectfully so. Like, that team was just kind of ass, you feel me? I'm not expecting you to take that team to a championship. But everything else, bro, you've been on stacked teams, and for what? And if Philly goes to a conference finals this year, I'll be honest. Out of all the years where I think Philly could do it, I think this year they have almost as much potential as the team with Jimmy to go to the conference finals. Yeah. They're almost as good. Almost, almost, almost. Got to prove a little bit more to me before I say, hey, I got more confidence in this team to make the conference finals than Jimmy Butler's version of the Sixers. Now, yeah, for the Sixers, ultimately going to come down to the playoffs. Like, before we start putting Nick Nurse here and there. But they have looked a lot better this year. But we just got to wait and see. Because... If they lose in round one, round two, this whole conversation... I mean, the Doc Rivers part, that shit stands. But this whole conversation will probably be out the window. And we might see something completely different next season. So, Do you respect Nick Nurse's ring more than, than Doc Rivers? Nick Nurse's ring? Um, KD yeah. went down, but I don't give a fuck, bro. It was his first year coaching. Mm-hmm. And first year as a coach, you're coming in for... Um, Dwayne Casey, who had just... Just one coach of the year. Just one coach of the year. Um, and then you also have to deal with the Kawhi Leonard trade. Mm-hmm. You just traded DeMar DeRozan, who was probably the heart and soul of your team, yep. or Kyle Lowry, whoever you want to say. Both of them, yeah. Both of them. But you come in, you bring Ka- Kawhi Leonard, have to integrate him into the offense, and you have to deal with him load managing, him only playing like 60 games. Playing tough teams in the playoffs. Playing very tough teams Sixers, in the playoffs. Game seven, so, Bucks. Yeah. It it was it was still a fucking journey. Yeah, MVP Giannis. So mm-hmm. that was I would probably give it to Nick Nurse because that was that was a lot of shit you had to deal with in a first year as a head coach. Yeah, bro. He he 
he integrated that defense, bro. To yeah, stop that, de- that team. And I always tell people, I'm like, yo, that 2019 Raptors team is fucking disgusting. disgusting Underrated. Underrated as fuck. Like, you could play different ways with them. Mm-hmm. They were good with Kawhi and without Kawhi. Mm-hmm. But Kawhi just put, like, they were a fucking good ass team. Like, but Kawhi just put them over the top. Yep. And, um, yeah, that Specs team. Yakum too, Justin. Yes, Yakum was going crazy yep. that year. Um, Fred Van Vliet was up and coming. Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol. At like 50 years old. Serge Ibaka. Mm-hmm. Norman Powell coming off the bench. You still had OG Ananobi. OG. Goddamn Patrick McCall. I'm not going to go that far. No, I'm joking. That's <laughs> that, was, that was OD. Yeah, I'm joking. That was that was crazy. That, I'm not going to lie. That was crazy. That nigga was just there. He, yeah, like that That was crazy. But it. I would take Nick Nurse as a coach all time already. And he's been coaching for four or five fucking years. I would take him as a coach over Doc Rivers. He's proved more to me than Doc Rivers has in what nearly twenty years of coaching. Yeah, and I'm, then I'm good on that. Then the bubble year, they almost beat the Celtics. Mm-hmm. They went to seven games, I think. They almost did it. Yeah, they were right there. They were right fucking there, bro. Would they have beat the Heat? Probably not. Probably not. But they were still a really good fucking team. Yeah, Justin. Time for the next talk, bro. My favorite segment, but. I want to focus on one man and one man only. We always talk about Brunson. You know, Brunson's phenomenal all-star guard. Julius Randle, when he's on, he's a pretty decent watch. A lot of times it's frustrating, though. But I'm, I'm a fan of Randle. He's dealing with the injuries. He said it. He's thankful for RJ and Jalen Brunson keeping the team up, taking the load off of him. Because in the past, he wouldn't have been able to, t- to like chill a little bit. RJ is very consistent. I'll give some RJ loving a little bit. RJ's been really good. Shout out to fucking RJ Barry. Yeah, consistent. A lot of niggas gave I'm up on him. I'm so proud, bro. I'm so proud. Consistent. He's been... I, he's just been phenomenal since the end of the playoffs, basically. Since though, after those first two games against Cleveland, he's been a really good fucking player. He's been consistent. Yeah. But the guy I want to shout out right now is Mitchell Robinson, bro. He 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 said it himself. He was talking shit to Wemby. Niggas on Twitter want to be like, oh, Wemby's about to drop 30 on his fucking dome. Wemby's about to cook. Wemby's about to cook. They say they saying a uh, Wemby hate segment. Justin got the shirt on. We love Wemby. Wemby's a really good fucking player. But this this idea that he was just going to burn Mitchell Robinson was kind of crazy. I did expect him to play a little bit better, but it was kind of crazy. He did not score on Mitchell Robinson. He did not. Mitchell Robinson was cooking. Mitchell Robinson, in my opinion, has been one of the best anchors in the NBA. Truly and honestly, he's been one of the best offensive players in the NBA. But not only should he be in DPOY voting this year, guess what? This thing has been the best offensive rebounder by far. Yeah, it's not even fucking close. The best. The best, Justin. The best. I saw a stat, bro. I'm going to find it when when I give you the, the time to talk. But this man has like... 50 offensive boards. Asar himself has 30-something, which is phenomenal as well. Right? That's, yeah, the, the number two person had like 32, right? Yeah, it was Asar. He had oh, okay. 34, I think. Could be wrong. They just played, so it's probably even more up. But at the time being, a couple days ago when I saw this, Mitch Robinson, that nigga has 50 offensive boards. Yeah. He's out-rebounding teams on the offensive end completely. Whole teams. The list is crazy. It would be like, oh, Mitchell Robinson, 50 offensive boards. Then it's like fucking just ridiculous. It'll be like Pelicans, 40-something, Jazz, 30, whatever. You feel me? Like, 
And I saw another side that I'm going to pull up for you too. Like, Mitch Robinson is one of a few players to, to have 50 offensive boards in their first eight games. By far, he has played the least minutes to do that. Way less minutes than Drummond, way less minutes than Dennis Rodman. Like, this man is a god at pulling boards when it comes to the offensive end. It's been phenomenal, and it's, it's been a fun watch. He's been underrated. I mean, my only criticism when it comes to Mitchell Robinson has always been just his team itself, like his team of his people, his crew, they got to, like, shut up, bro. Oh, yeah, they got to shut the fuck they up. They do this shit yeah. all the time. They did it recently. Like, yo, feed your big. You got to feed your big sometimes. Put in effort. Like, I agree with that. If your big is shutting it down, bro, shutting teams down, give him a fucking lob, bro. You feel me? Just give him a lob. Let him get to the 8, 10 points. Like, same shit with Gobert. If, if if he's cooking on the defensive end, reward him, bro. That's hustle. Defense is effort, my nigga. It is effort. Reward that effort. But, like, when you say it out loud and you always saying, like, oh, they don't want to give the ball to 2-3. Why won't they give the ball to 2-3? Blah, blah, blah. Like, come on, bro. Like, stop. You're bringing this negative energy into the locker room for no fucking reason. I don't want to get rid of Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. he's He's just been... He's phenomenal. He's one of the best defensive centers in the NBA. Yeah, right the now. way he's fucking been playing this year, I be, I'm like, yo, I don't think I want to get rid of this man. I don't. Cause like you see the stats and the shit he's doing, and even just watching the game, I'm like, replacing that guy is is kind it's kind of hard to do because he's doing shit that like only a select few of big men are doing. Mm. So, and I like having him because he provides like rebounding that's like such a missing skill nowadays. Like, people kind of just, like, we underrate the value of, of rebounding because we see a lot of bigs coming into the league now that they don't really rebound as much as they did back then. Unfortunately. And there's only a few guys that are really, like, holding it down, like, grabbing all the boards. So to have one of those guys, I really love because that's extra possessions. Yeah. We're uh, holding shit down because, like, in that Cavs series, I felt like we fucking destroyed on the rebound battle. Yeah. And that was a big part of that series. So to have a guy like Mitchell Robinson to do that, that's a big thing. And then him just being aggressive, like there's times where I see Jalen Brunson or RJ attack the basket and they'll probably miss miss it, like miss a lay, and then you just see Mitchell Robinson come out of nowhere, just put back, dunk that shit, like out of nowhere. And I'm like, I'm like, not a lot of guys are doing that shit. Yep. And he's protecting the paint at a great, like elite level. So I don't I don't want to get rid of like, and it's crazy because this is absolutely like his best season, and I'm taking notice. I'm like, there's there's been times in the past where it's like, damn, Mitch, like you got to stop jumping, yeah, like because like he was, I mean, he still did it against Giannis taking a three. No, yeah, but he that's did. fine. That was one time, but like shit like that will happen all but the he's time. A, he, fouling out, he's improved so much because mm -hmm. I remember his rookie year yep. when like. We would be in the chat like, yo, this kid is fucking good, but he got to stay out of foul trouble. Yes. He was fouling out like every other game. So to see the steps he's taking is really good. Um, I don't even ask for this guy to give us all, like any offensive game. Yeah, bro. Like, he doesn't I have feel to. like the most. I know he wants to. He wants to, but I'm like, unfortunately, that's not going to be the role. Like, I feel like the biggest thing you could do is improve your free throw shooting. Yep. That's probably the biggest thing you could Take do. Take him one handed. Yeah. Do what Jeremy Sawyer's Yeah, done, that's probably the biggest addition you could do because you're going to get fouled a lot. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be right there under the basket. So you're most likely going to get fouled a lot. So, But we're not asking you to do no mid range. All, yeah. all I'm asking for from Mitchell Robinson, bro, be our Rudy Gobert. And that's yeah. what you've done this season. 
and I'm really happy. I do agree though. He should get like four to five laps. Well, yeah. yeah, get this man eight to ten points, and, and that's it. And I'm sure he'll be happy. Just give him eight to ten points, just off laps. I know he's ass in the off season for like post touches and shit. I'm sure that's what he wants, but like, bro, you don't need that. Like, we'll guarantee you some easy buckets, like just easy layups, just dunk it, just do a quick stand yeah. dunk, some lobs. That's it. You don't need a fucking post touch or nothing. You good. I found this stat by the way. This is from Tuesday. Might be a little outdated, but Lakers, 55 offensive boards. The Timberwolves, 50. Oh, damn. So, yeah. No, at this point in time, but remember, this is at this point in time. This is before the Wemby game, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Robinson, 45. Rockets, 45. Bucks, 43. Wizards, 43. Thunder, 42. So, he's he's out-rebounding, like, entire teams. Entire teams. That's what damn. I'm saying. On the offensive end, he is out-rebounding offensive teams. Now, he's just, he's just been phenomenal, Justin. I mean... Take it away real quick. I'm going to... I really want to find this stat for you, bro. I lost oh, it. Oh, the but, offensive rebounding one? Yeah, like the quickest to, to fit the offensive boards, bro. Not yet. That game, that Spurs game, he was going oh, here, fucking here. crazy. I found it. A player has had 50-plus offensive boards in the first eight games of NBA season just seven times in NBA history. Here's how many minutes each of them took through those eight games, right? Yeah. 326, Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. One of the best rebounds all fucking time. Yeah. 316 minutes, Moses Malone, Hall of Famer. Shout out Moses. 305 minutes, Jason Williams. 297 minutes, Andre Drummond. 296 minutes, Jason Williams again. 290 minutes, Moses Malone. Justin, how many minutes did it take Mitchell Robinson to get to 50 offensive boards? 240 minutes. 238. Damn, I was close. 238, bro. 52 less minutes than the guy above him. Damn, that motherfucker's getting after it. He's hustling like we've never seen before. And he's always been someone who hustles, bro. But he is hustling like we've never seen before, bro. And that's... I'm going to be real with you. That's what's keeping us close in all these games, man. That's a factor in what keeps us close in all these games. And that's why I love watching the Knicks right now. Because we don't don't get blown out, bro. Respectfully, we don't get blown out. We're in every game. We're in every single game. We might blow somebody out once in a while, but we're in every fucking game that we lose. Of course, I'd love to pull off those wins, you feel me? To win against the Bucks, to win against the Celtics. But we are in every fucking game, bro. Yeah. And part of that, we need to put some respect on Mitchell Robinson being part of the reason why. Not you. Brunson, like I said, phenomenal. RJ is consistent. Randall is, when he's on, he's really fucking good. He's all NBA talent. Quickly is phenomenal. Q Grimes could shoot the shit out the ball. DiVincenzo, happy shout, to have you. Shout out to Hartenstein. I was about to say, shout out to iHeart, bro. Another guy who hustles, bro. The second best backup big in the league, only behind Nas Reed. That's iHeart, bro. It is iHeart. You have that little championship for yourself, bro. But Mitchell Robinson, bro. Amazing. Amazing what he does for us. I'm happy. I'm happy to see he's gotten this far. Like you said in the group chat, bro, rookie season, we're like, damn, like this guy's good. He's so fucking athletic. He's blocking everything. But bro, like just cool down the fouls. You feel me? And my favorite game, even to this day, was against the Grizzlies when he was just sending all of Josh shit, bro. That game was that was a fun fucking watch. He was blocking everything Josh was throwing up in the fucking paint and just talking shit. 
Like that's the shit that I want, bro. This this way he's playing this is the best version of Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, of course. And I'm so I'm so fucking happy. I'm so fucking happy, bro. You cannot even imagine how happy I am to watch this team nowadays, bro. Like I was I was happy in that 2021 season. Mm. I was really fucking happy last season. Yeah. So far, I know we we four and four, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, one we're, two we're, straight. We're five hundred. We're four and four. Just beat the Spurs. We about to play the Hornets tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's a championship game too. Oh, oh the, tournament. The end season. I think it's a tournament game. It Ooh. might. It might be. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I, yeah. I just know they're in our group, so it might be a tournament game. I don't give a fuck. But right now, I think this team's gonna make me happier than last year. Yeah. And last year made me really fucking happy. And I'm getting excited too, cause if RJ's been very consistent. So far in the last two games, Randall started to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Brunson. It's like I noticed now it's like if Brunson doesn't have it going, RJ or Julius is going to have it going. And if one of the others doesn't have it going, the other two is going to have it going. And quickly will step up when he has yes, to. Yes, quick will step up when he when he got to. So I feel like the team is really deep this year. So. I just love the defense, bro. Yeah, defense and is crazy. Everyone's contributing. DiVincenzo, like we just said. I heart, bro. Like everyone contributes. When they get their minutes... Besides Julius Randle, sometimes everyone's engaged on defense, bro. Everybody. Now, yeah, that Clippers game, defense was hitting some big shots. Hell yeah, like, bro. Damn. I was happy. Fuck James Harden. I was happy, bro. We could we could talk about James Harden a little bit, but first, because we're on the topic of defense, just real quick, bro. Can we talk about the Bucks defense being fucking terrible on the Garbage. perimeter? Can we please talk about Halliburton. And I said this shit in the preview like, yeah. after the trade. I'm like, yo, they're going to take a hit. But can we please talk about Halliburton really just going like this? Pretend there's a fucking screen. <laughs> Pretend there's a fucking screen freezing bees and just going right by him. That is one of the funniest things I've seen in my life. Just That's some shit you see on the fucking courts, bro. Just playing, having fun, just faking a screen, bro. How you bite for that shit in the NBA? How? <laughs> How? And we want to emphasize on this specifically because it's just, here's what we want to point out. Every team, your best scoring guard, obviously, I'm not going to say point guard every team, like every, every point guard. The best scoring guard for every team, they hit their over against the Bucks Every time. Halliburton was just 22.5. I think he just dropped 29, 28. Brunson dropped 40. 40. Cam Thomas, 40. Who I want to see who Kate Cunningham hit, hit his over. He had like 33. Yes. Right? And his 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 line's like 23.5, 22.5. You want free fucking money? Look at the best scoring guard, the other team that the Bucks are playing. Take the over. I'm pretty sure Maxi had like 27, 28. Yes, exactly. Maxi, another one. Like everybody has hit their over against them. Everybody. I'm gonna see who they play next and take the money on the over. On who they play, on, on whatever guard it is. Derek White might give him 25. Oh my God. I might really take that shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> his, I might take, always, his points is always at like 12 and a half. I might dead ass take Derek White 20 plus. And that shit's probably <laughs> gonna be like plus 450. That's free money, my nigga. That's free money. Free money. Well, the Damn, bag, the game they just played, Derek White had 19. I, I'm taking, yo, yo, bro. I would take oh, Derek shit. White. 20 against the Bucks. I'm going to see who the Bucks play next, bro. And I'm taking that because that's free money, bro. Hey, man. Oh, no. I'm looking at the Celtics. <laughs> no, you're looking at the Celtics yeah. shit? Find me, the, find me the, the Bucks shit and tell me the next two, three games, bro. I, I want to see what they line so is going to the be. Bucks play the Magic today. Oh, my God. That's going to be hard. What the fuck am I going to take? Fultz over 12.5 or some shit? 
That's a little bit tough. Then they play the Bulls after that. Oh, Levine, 30 plus. Thank you. Free yeah, money. Thank you. Oh, I'm, yeah. And then I they play. I won't even take the over. I'll say Levine, 30 plus. Them, I'm looking at their shit. They played the Raptors. Yo, Dennis Schroeder had 24 and 11. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you're playing against Dame and Malik Beasley, and Dame is playing never a plus defender. He's playing his worst fucking defense of all time. Nah, and right now, you could say this part isn't even that crazy. But I can see in the future getting good. Just for this month of November. So they got the Magic today, Bulls, Raptors. Then they got the Hornets. LaMelo, 30. They got the Mavericks. Luka might go for like 50. Luka That's next is week. going to drop 60 against the Bucks. Kyrie is going to drop. They're going to come live for 90 points. That might be. There, If there's a line where it's like, oh, Kyrie and Luka, like total points. Nigga, that line should be set at 80.5. <laughs> and I'll still take the over. <laughs> it's that bad, bro. Then they play the Wizards. They play the Celtics. Jordan Poole. Play the Wizards please again. Efficient. Please be efficient those, those the two games. The Blazers. Then they play the Heat, and then they play the Bulls again. Tyler was hurt. I can't take nothing with the Heat. Yeah, if Tyler Hero played, that would have been like a 40 ball. I would I would have taken Tyler Hero 35. You feel me? It's, it's, it's starting to be a problem, though. And you just lost. Despite the loss, Giannis, 40, uh, 54. I almost said 45. 54. And you still lost. Because your perimeter defense is so fucking bad, bro. It's terrible. It's it's embarrassing at this point in time, bro. That's going to be the move that they got to focus on at the trade deadline. Yeah. Perimeter defenders. And they better pray that Brook Lopez don't go down. Oh, my God, bro. Brook Lopez owned us on the defensive end. Yeah. But if Brook goes down, bro, man, I mean, it's going to be bad. And I know you commented in the preseason that, yo, bro, like their defense is going to be ass. I wasn't too worried about because, like, bro, I guess, but are you going to outscore him, though? Not because I was... They're getting outscored. Yeah, because I was saying, like, when the trade first happened, I was like, all right, they're the best team in the East. Like, mm-hmm. But then once the, the Celtics got Holiday, I was like, okay, yeah, give it to them now. Because this shit is crazy. Because <laughs> everything that the Celtics had or, like, improved on, you're getting a fucking big upgrade with Drew Holiday now. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks losing Drew Holiday to the Celtics... That's like the worst shit you could ask for. They need a defensive guard, bro. Yeah, they need it. Bad. They're, they're missing Drew Holiday a little bit. Badly. I mean, Middleton still recovering. I'm um, obviously bees. I don't want you guarding a fucking cactus at this point. You feel yeah. me? Dame Lillard cannot guard a fucking cone. So it's like, what are you going to do now? My favorite is he can't guard a parked car. <laughs> he can. That's my favorite one. He can. He can. It's, it's embarrassing, bro, that you in the league. And you don't have the deficiencies that uh, an Isaiah Thomas has. I'll even give Trey Young a little bit benefit of doubt. You don't have, you know, the deficiencies that Trey Young has. Try on defense, bro. Please. I know Dame is only 6'2", I'm pretty sure. Let's say 6'2". But that's still better than being fucking Isaiah Thomas, bro. Guard. I mean, guard. those Celtics teams, they did have the personnel to hide on. Of too. course. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, just but what I'm saying is, like, he has an excuse to be bad on defense. Yeah. Dame, you're an average-sized point guard. Guard, bro. Not only that, too. IT was given... He was averaging, like, 30. So, that motherfucker... That, he yes. used all his energy on the offensive yes. side. But it's like, Dame... I don't give a fuck if Dame <laughs> gives you 30. Slap the fucking floor and get into a defensive stance. Man, yeah. That's all there is to it. And I don't even know who they could acquire, bro. I'm sure they're missing DiVincenzo right now. 
yeah, badly. B- missing him badly. Could have had bees on the bench. And I know they. Don't, I know he don't fuck with them no more. Of course not. Yeah. Could have had bees on the bench. Dame, DiVincenzo, Middleton, Giannis, Brook. I like that team better than this one. Yeah. And Beasley's starting to lose his minutes a little bit more. He should. Jay Crowder don't after, play a little after bit this, <laughs> Lose your fucking minutes, bro. That that should be the, the way to go. Just look for wing defenders mm-hmm. to kind of just take on that. I, I feel like, yo, fucking KCP would be loved on this team. Yeah, but yeah, he not going nowhere. That's why, yo, I feel like KCP is like the perfect like role play. I'm trying to think. Damn near. KCP would have been great on this team. Who could fit in there? He's, oh, somebody, you know who just got waived? I don't know. Who? It's not a big, some people might be a turnoff, but Danny Green. No, that name's yeah. old. Come on, yeah, he's too old. But like, I guess that type of guy or, you know what I'm trying to say? What about this? What about a gamble on this? I just checked how much he's played because I'm going to be real. I forgot about him. Cool. I've not been watching the Magic too much. Jay Isaac? Move Middleton to the two? I mean, Jay that's... Isaac at the three? That's it for... I thought you was about to say Joe Ingles. <laughs> I'm like, Nigga, nah. No. Oh, no, 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 Because no, no. Jonathan Isaac, I, I be questioning if this thing is even playing or not right now. You feel me? Like, every um, single time. That's if Orlando wants to give him up. But I would roll the dice on him. Bro, he's playing 10 minutes right now. I'm sure if they're Orlando, more than willing. If, or, if Orlando's willing to give him up, if I'm the Bucks, I'll take the chance. That's what I'm saying. Roll the dice on him, bro. Yeah. You don't need offense from him. Just have him locked down, bro. Put yeah. him on the best... Perimeter player, bro. Yeah. Like the Lakers be doing with uh with Vanderbilt. Exactly. They be throwing him on point guards and shit. Yes. Yeah. I would if I'm the Bucks, bro, I don't know what you could throw at them, but it's like they got Franz. They got yeah. Paolo. Like this guy's not like one of your cornerstones anymore. Give nah. him up. Yeah. Give him up for second rounders if you have to. I mean, you're not gonna get much out of him. He has he's at his lowest value. Yeah. So you know what, Bucks, if I'm you, roll the dice on Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, I see no problem with it. Start Dame, Middleton, Isaac, Giannis, and Brook Lopez. The only thing you're sacrificing is offense. But at this point in time, bro, that is not your fucking concern. Your yeah. concern is on the fucking defensive end. Yeah, that's your main concern. And Jonathan Isaac could guard one through four, bro. Yeah, he could guard one through four. Bees and Dame can't even guard ones. That's true. So don't complain. I I would roll the dice. I don't know what it's gonna take to get them though. Yeah, it's it's, it's tough. It's tough. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. Because you're not gonna get a high end defensive dude. You're not gonna get Derek White, obviously. You're not gonna yeah. get Drew Holiday, obviously. You're not gonna get Smart. That would be that would be kind of funny though. If they got Marcus Smart, that would be funny as fuck. Yeah. And get that revenge matchup for for him and Drew Holiday. That I feel like funny. the only way you could really hide this shit is if like Damon Giannis start playing out of their minds. It's it's But even then I'm like it's I'm not that... gonna say it's not gonna happen, but they're still gonna give up one twenty, bro. Yeah. All their, game, all their games, yeah, they're going to have to score like 130 to win every game. Nah, they're going to have to be on some Pacers shit. Yeah. But with all due respect, I mean, the Bucks are the oldest team in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You're not running like the Pacers. Yeah. You're not going to run like Tyrese Halliburton. You're not going to run yeah. like Benedict Matthew. You're not going to run like Obi. You're not going to run like Miles Turner. You're not going to do it. Because Dame is 34, I think. 33. 33, yeah. 34. He's not running like that. Brooke is old as fuck. Yeah, Brooke. Respectfully. He's that, not gonna yeah. run like that. Old as shit. You can't you can't do it. You gotta you gotta get some defensive pieces. You could get away with having high octane offense and no defense if you guys are young. Yeah. But when you're old, that shit don't work. It sucks to say it's not gonna work for the Bucks. Roll the dice, Jonathan Isaac, roll the dice on 
on any guy who's not playing too much or playing too good, that's a defensive guy. Yeah. Go go based off defensive upside. You feel me? One last thing I want to talk about just before we even get to the MVP of the week. We got a lot of MVPs of the week because everyone was cooking this week. Yeah, a lot of cookers. We even cut somebody out because I'm I, I did it myself. It was my decision. Because at some point in time, it's going to get ridiculous. I'm going to look biased towards him. Because he is one of my favorite players. But moving on, though. <clears throat> Clippers are struggling in the James Harden era. Justin, how many wins do the Clippers have with James Harden? Zero. Say it one more time. How many wins do the Clippers have with James Harden? Zero. Zero. Zero fucking wins. 0-3. Justin, is he playing out of his mind like prime James Harden? Nope. Is Paul George cooking? Nope. Is Westbrook cooking? Nope. All right, so what what are we doing here, Los Angeles? Steve Ballmer, what are we doing? Justin, this time, I do not want to hear one time at all this episode. I do not want to hear, well, they got to market their stars. They got a new stadium, new arena. I don't give a fuck. What are we doing here? Yes, I'm overreacting, but 0-3, 1-2, I'll excuse. You're 0-3 with James Harden. He he ain't he ain't prime James Harden no more. This ain't this isn't even next James Harden. This is a shell of himself so far. A shell of himself. 15 points. Ima- imagine getting hyped for Harden getting 15 points. <laughs> I never thought I would see this day in my life. I'll be honest with you. With Not this man yet. averaging 35 points a game and following that up with like a 33 point per game season. I never thought that this man's line on FanDuel would be 14.5. Damn. That's insane to me. It, it's a shame. I mean, and it's not just all James Harden, but Paul George hasn't been up to standard. Not surprised since he's gotten there. So it's they, they're struggling, bro. Not here. They're struggling. At one point, do we press the panic button? <sighs> I don't know what point that'll be. And this was the fear that I had before the the trade went down. I'm like, right now, before the trade, the Clippers were rolling. So I feel like trading for James Harden, you're kind of fucking up a good thing. Because mm-hmm. it's it's unpredictable. You don't know what you're going to get from James Harden, but you're taking a risk. Yep. Um, but now it hasn't looked too good. And I've seen a lot of people on, on in the comments on YouTube uh, for Clippers games. They're like, damn, the Clippers were moving great. They had they look really good. They look rejuvenated this mm-hmm. year. And the Harden trade fucked all that shit up. So now it kind of sucks. Um I don't know, man. I feel like the way the team was constructed before was fine. You kind of wanted to roll the dice with them. Um, and they just made the move. I felt like the Clippers probably felt like they were like, well, the front office probably felt like their back was against the wall. Yeah. Because this is year, what, five of the, the Kawhi PG shit? Mm-hmm. So they're like, we got to do something. We already went all out for the PG trade. So they're probably like, fuck it, just keep going. But so far, don't like how this has looked. The Knicks game. They all played like shit. Harden was decent, but everybody else played like shit. We owned those frauds. Yeah, we cooked them. And fuck James Harden, because that nigga decided to, oh, I'm going to wait to play the Knicks to make my debut. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, nigga. Um, also, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Oh yeah, shit! You didn't have to say. Oh, yo, oh. nah, my. You have to say, but you're right. Yo, he, I said that he shit. always wants to wait, problem. bro. Nah, I thought yeah. he was gonna play that Laker game. I mean, it was kind of too soon, but he he want to make his debut against us. You're right. Fuck you. Nah, bro. nah, nah. Because fucking um, PJ Tucker played that Laker. That's game. That's what I'm saying. So like, fuck you, nigga. Come on. Yeah, like that's that's bullshit. Uh, yeah, and then the Mavericks fucking cooked them. Mm-hmm. I forgot what what was the game in between that. They played somebody in between and they lost. They're um, on a four-game losing streak. That's what matters. They're the 11th yeah. seed right now. They're three and five. Yeah. Justin, if this team is 500, you know what? If they're two games below 500 on January 1st, are you pressing the panic button? You said if they're two games. Wait, how many games? Two games under 500. Pre- pressing the panic button? Mm. January 1st, packed West. I mean, right now, they're the 11th seed. I'll say the Rockets are better than right now. But what can they even do? Like, what is the panic button for them? The panic button is like, fuck, man. We got no picks. We got to move. I'm not gonna say Westbrook because, with all due respect, you're not getting any picks out of Westbrook. But it's kind of like we're moving one of our three best guys for picks. We gotta shut this shit down shit. before we just lose them. That's I don't even <laughs> I don't even know when you would have to, but they gotta p- figure it the fuck out. I would say like. I'll probably say like February 1st. February? You're going to wait that long? That's mad long. Bro. Is that too long? I'm not going to lie. I think not to start trading people, that's when, but that's when you're like scared. And then by February 1st, I understand what you're saying. Then by that time, I'm like, all right, now we're making moves. Yeah. But by January 1st, like I'm scrambling. I'm trying to figure out how to fix this shit before it's too late. Not yet. I would say maybe like Jan- end of January, mid-January. Mid-January is like doing your homework. Yeah, you're and, doing, and, and you you submitting it. You submitting your college paper at eleven fifty. Yeah, I would say mid January. You're kind of like you're studying for the test, seeing what you could do, uh, what improvements you could make, and then early February near trade deadline. That's when you're like, all right, this is what we have to do. Blah blah blah, and you make the move happen. But yeah, I don't I don't like how this is going. Maybe we'll see. We haven't seen it yet. That's also true. We've seen so far the opposite of the honeymoon stage. Yep. That could be another thing. We might be overreacting. They're zero three. This could be the opposite because we saw with the with the Nets. We saw with the Sixers. Yep. It started off great, and then it didn't. Maybe this time around it starts off bad, and maybe it ends off great. We don't know. That's a possibility too. But all I know is, if this shit doesn't work out, James Harden, you might have to retire. Cause I don't even know like what where else you could go at this point. Cause Houston, he was there, he got everything he wanted, yep. wanted to leave, went to Brooklyn, um, after one year, wanted to leave. Um same thing with Philly, after one year, wanted to leave. So I don't even know. It's like I don't even know where else you could go at this point. Cause now you're this is the goal, you're going back home, mm-hmm. going back to SoCal, playing for the Clippers. I don't even know where else you could go at this point. Mm-hmm. Houston don't want you back. Yeah. OKC probably don't want you back. No. Nope. The Nets don't want you back. No. Nope. So, like, I don't even know where else you could go. Like, me, I'm not. I was going to say, like, I was going to say wherever the strip club is at, Miami, but they probably hey, don't even I'll want go, you. I'll go with them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, they don't even want you. Like, I don't even know where you could go, man. Justin, it's, they next, they next, tough. They next three games because they're on a four-game losing streak. The Grizzlies, which should be a free win. I didn't even want to talk about them today because we cooked them last week. Yeah. They, the Grizzlies, which should be a free fucking win. The Nuggets. They're, they lost. Don't even go. At that point, just forfeit. Yeah. And then the Rockets, who are ironically 5-3 and three on a five-game win streak. They blew out the Lakers. 
And this and this is kind of what I want to talk Shout about. Shout out to the Rockets. I had them on League Pass type shit. Yeah, this is what I low-key want to talk about when it comes to James Harden, bro. Yeah. Because <clears throat> with all due respect, bro, you just got cooked by a Mavs announcer. I don't know if you saw that shit. Yo, that was hilarious. You got cooked by a Mavs announcer, bro. You got exposed for the fraud that you are. So now I got to own this fraud because I was a James Harden fan. Me and D was big James Harden fans. But you are killing your legacy, bro. You are killing your legacy. And I, I agree with the Mavs, nigga, bro. That was funny. Because <laughs> because it's true, though. Daryl Moore gets you everything you fucking want. You still bitch. Put on the fat so you leave to Brooklyn. Play with your two mans. You get mad at them, too. You leave. Go to fucking Philly because you want to be buddy-buddy with Daryl Morey now. You play with the fucking MVP like the Mavs, nigga, said. Now you over here. You still losing. And guess what? Guess who's doing better, bro? Guess who is doing better? Embiid. The fucking Rockets and Embiid. Yeah. They are better off without him. And the Nets look tight decent, too. The Nets look good, too, bro. The Nets look good, too. So, like you said, none of those teams want you back. Who wants you after this? <laughs> who? The Blazers? No, we no. rebuilding. <laughs> the Nuggets are contenders. Orlando? No. The Lakers don't need that fucking drama, or else they would have tried to make the move for you because you are so talented. Orlando don't want you. Miami at this point in time, you don't fit heat culture. You're not going to the Knicks. You're not going to the Celtics. You're not going to Toronto. You're not going to the fucking Bucks. You're not going to the Pistons rebuilding. You're not going to the fucking Bulls. Yeah, name every team. You're not going anywhere. You're not going to the Hawks. They're good on that. Give me DeJounte Murray and Trey Young, obviously, over James Harden. You're not going to the Pelicans. I'm good off that. I'm good off that. CJ McCall might, might not be as good as you. We don't need any more drama. This nigga Zion's already fucking OnlyFans thoughts. We don't need any more drama, bro. <laughs> we don't need you and him going to the strip club. You feel me? The Mavs, Luca's a better version of you. Yeah. At this point in time, Luca looks way better. That nigga's a better version of you in year two. Exactly. He's a way better version of you. Why the fuck would I want you? You feel me? The Spurs are good on you, bro. They look way better than the Clippers right now with a young-ass team. We don't need James Harden. I don't even know what team would want you. Bro, if I'm the Clippers, if I'm Steve Ballmer, and I'm calling people, I'm like, yo, please, please take James Harden. Yo, I'm going to fucking laugh and bang on that nigga. Seriously. Because nobody nobody wants you anymore after this. Like the guy on the mask said, this has to be your last fucking stop, bro. Because you cannot go anywhere else. You have proven that ever since that you have left the Rockets, you are a fucking locker room cancer. That That's just the truth of it. Back then, I understand Kyrie had his conspiracies. He wanted to repost it, blah, 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 blah. Understandably so. He did, he did what he did wrong. But people were talking about when Harden left. They was like, damn, there's like a hostage that escaped. Like, finally, a fresh new scenario. You fuck up Philly. You gonna fuck up the Clippers. So where do you go now? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, if this don't work, motherfucker, you might have to retire. Yeah, you literally have to retire. And I'm not going to lie. I, I, I think this would be the most sad ending to a player's career that I've ever seen. This, to me personally, because at least Melo got to be old, you feel me? Yeah. His, his decline was a little unfortunate. It was sad. But at least he still played until like 38. Harden is, I think, 34 years old. He's gone through so many fucking teams in this league. You got nowhere else to go. And it's crazy. I was saying this shit about Westbrook when he was on the Lakers. Yeah. Because it was so bad to a point. I'm like... Nobody's going to want Westbrook. He might have to fuck around and retire. But I'll say this to Westbrook, and, and I, I agree with you on that front. We both have, have to admit we're wrong on that. 
at least Westbrook tried and yeah. he accepted a rule. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this. I'll give him his flowers. I'll, I'll, I'm proud of him for doing that. He, he recognized that, yo, like, I got, this is how I got to play. I'm not, a, I'm not a fucking bench player. I'm still a starter. But I'm not all-star. I'm not MVP Russ no more. Harden will never do that. Harden's ego is so fucking big. I'm the system. This, this, and that about Daryl Morey, whatever, whatever. Even Embiid, who loved you? Embiid was like, yo, bro, I'm so happy to have Harden here when he first got there. I mean, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm loving the locker room. We're rolling, blah, 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 blah. We got no egos on this team. Nobody on this team has an ego. What does that say about you, James Harden? Because in my opinion, that says you're a fucking fraud that killed your own legacy. And I've never seen a player kill their own legacy this quickly ever in my life. There's no player that's killed their legacy as quickly. Nobody. Nobody at all. So you got nowhere to go. You stuck on the Clippers. Make it fucking work. That's all there is to it. Make it fucking work. Because you're not going anywhere else. If I'm a GM, I will not put you on my roster for the fucking league minimum at this, at this point. Because of all the problems you bring. Houston don't want you no more. We rolling. We rolling without you. We rolling with Shangun. Love Shangun. Jalen Green has improven. Uh, we have a good coach in Ime. Ime's not dealing with that bullshit. Fred is playing good, you know? When a man comes back, he's he's going to be playing really fucking good. When he's all good to go, he's going to be playing fucking good. You feel me? Jabari's looking good. We don't need you. Dylan Brooks looks phenomenal. A guy that that people want to joke around like he's going to be out the league. I was making jokes about it. I'll admit it. And then when the Grizzlies were like, we do not want you. You want to talk about a league not wanting you? Let's talk about fucking James Harden, not Dylan Brooks. Yeah. That's all there is to it. It's the truth. It's the fucking truth. It's crazy how fast he's like been fucking up his own career. Because three years ago, you'd be like, James Harden, top 10 player in the league. Bro, like, three easy. years ago, three years ago, it was James Harden. Is, even recently, James Harden is better than D-Wade. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Fuck out of here. D-Wade didn't do all this shit. I never want to hear that conversation ever again, bro. Never want to hear James Harden is better than Dwayne Wade. Never want to hear that sentence. Nope. And even the closest that D Wade pulled this shit, it was at the end of his career when he was already cemented. But that was because and that Miami was, didn't want to yeah, pay him. Yeah, they fucked him over with the contract. Yeah. He was loyal and they didn't want to pay him. James yeah. Harden's doing this shit because I want to play with all these good players. Yeah. Give me everybody. You know what? We gave you Dwight. We gave you CP. We gave you Russ. At the start of your career, you had Russ and KD. You left. Understand we saw you want to be the guy. Got Dwight. Didn't like him. Got CP. Had the whole problem with him. CP want to give you a fist bump. You want to be bitching for no reason. You get Westbrook. You don't do shit with him. You accomplish way less than you did with CP3. That's the facts. Go to Brooklyn. You playing with KD and Kyrie. Oh, well, I'm still, I'm still miserable. Let me play with the MVP of the league. I'm still miserable. Let me go back home to LA. Let me play with PG, Kawhi, and my best friend Russ for the third fucking time in my career. Let's lose three games in a row so far. He is a fraud, bro. He's a fraud. I, not for his whole career. You were fucking elite. And you said top 10. Respect James Harden. Yeah, top five? Top fucking five. Five years ago, bro. Well, I, I said three years oh, ago. Oh, three years ago? Yeah. Top 10. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe even seven. When he first got to Brooklyn, we was doing him as a top seven player. That's why that trade was so unfair. Because you had two damn near top five guys on the team. Oh, yeah. And him from, and KD. From 20, like, 15 to 20, like, 19. That he's top five. He's top five. With... with with him peaking as number three, you feel me? Yeah. Even as an MVP, still number three guy. LeBron career better than you, respectfully so. But besides that, man, like, I'm selling. 
I have no more James Harden stock anymore. You feel me? After the playoffs, I sold all my James Harden stock. I have no James Harden stock. That shit's going to go down to zero by the end of the season. Mojo, <clears throat> send that nigga down, bro. And I'm still not buying him. <laughs> Deadass. I'm not buying him. Yeah, I feel like James Harden at this point, he's like, he's like that fool that you know is going to do bad to your stomach, but it's... No. Some, no. some motherfuckers still might eat it. Before we move on to the MVP of the week, this is the comparison for James Harden. <clears throat> James Harden is that girl that she had her glow up. She's bad. She's getting all the attention. You're like an IG model now. You have all this attention. Then you start doing all this toxic, weird shit. You're being a weirdo. You're being toxic. You getting, you dating all the richest fucking male models and shit. You dating everybody, all these celebrities. And everyone's wondering, damn, why is she single? Why is she single? Because you're fucking crazy. You could be bad, but crazy. And that's why no one wants to deal with you. That's why no one's putting a ring on it. That's why nobody giving you kids. It's the same shit. That's James Harden. That's James Harden. Now he's getting all old and he's looking for, damn, when is somebody going to fucking marry me? When is someone going to start a family with me? I almost said it. You are 40. You are like 45. It's too late for that. That's the NBA equivalent, bro. He's 35 years old. It is too late for you to, to, to get the team that you want to be pampered like a superstar. Same thing with, with that fictional girl, bro. It's too late for that ring. Too late for them kids. It's over. You're done. You're a fraud. You're past your prime. I don't need you. That's all it is, bro. But I, I hate to cook James Harden, one of my favorite players back then. But I, I had to do it, man. Let's let's do MVP of the week, man. Shit. <laughs> MVPs of the week, Justin. I, I got four candidates for you. I cut out Luca, even though I, I, yo, honestly, I don't want to glaze, bro. But I would put Luca in every single one. I'm not gonna lie. Damn. I would put him in. Nah, he has been hooping though. Cause he he's like he has one. He's like guaranteed to get forty once yeah. a week. So I was like, I gotta put him there. That's kind of like the threshold. Yeah. So we got Embiid, <clears throat> forty, eleven and six, twenty seven, ten and four, thirty three and sixteen. Mind you, one of them games was against Boston, his demons. Yeah. Giannis had 54 and a loss. And he also had 36 and 12 versus Brooklyn. Shea, still my MVP pick. Luca might take that spot though. 38 and 6, 43, 7 and 6, 33, 7 and 6. And then bam, this might be his first appearance ever. 22, 19, and 10. Originally it was 22, 20 and 10. And 30 and 11. Justin, who is your MVP of the week, bro? My MVP of the week is Joel Embiid. Fair pick. Joel Embiid. Fair pick. He's just been going absolutely crazy this whole week. Three games, 3-0. and Beat the shit out of the Celtics. The box score shows it was closer than it was. But if you watch the game, they was in control like that whole game. They just let it go for a little bit. Yeah, they just let it go for a little bit. Um, And he's just been on a tear, bro. Like you said, that 48-point game. Mm -hmm. Last night, I think he had, what, 36? So... He's just been doing it with ease. He's got the playmaking. back work, playmaking. Like he's doing all this shit, and it's really like at first, like throughout the week, like I've been just keeping track of everything. I was like, "Yo, Anthony Edwards might be my MVP of the week." And then I just see the shit Embiid's doing. I'm like, "Nah, I gotta give it to Embiid." So yeah, shout out to Embiid. He's been balling his ass off. Hopefully, he keeps it going. I think he's averaging what like 31 a game right now. Yeah. So with like six assists. Yeah. The most of his career, he's like a four assist guy, which is pretty good for a center. But yeah, with like eleven rebounds, twelve rebounds. Yeah. So elite. Yeah, he's going crazy. 
<clears throat> no, Justin. You and me before the show, we disagreed. I never, I never talked about MVP of the week with Justin before, and it's usually a surprise. But he was all excited to talk about. It. He's like, "Yo, there's like three guys." He named the three. I was like, "Damn, none of them made my shit." You feel me? I was wrong for the Embiid one because I was, I was gonna keep Luca over Embiid. But you're right. The narrative of him finally beating Boston important, but Ant Man just barely missed out. Respect to Anthony Edwards, phenomenal player. He's gonna rack up a couple of these by the end of the season. But you convinced me, bro. I'm going to take Embiid. Embiid, enjoy your first MVP of the week from J&J. Put that shit right next to your MVP trophy. Yeah. Shout out to Halliburton, too. He's had a great week. He had a great week. I mean, yeah. a couple guys had a great week. I mean, yeah. like I told you, like I really want to put Cam Thomas in there. He had 45, and he went down, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, Luka just had fucking 44. It's a lot of talent, bro, but... Even then, I, I extended it to one more guy, bro. It's usually three people. I put four. Maybe yeah. one day there's going to be five, bro. It's it's getting tough to to cut out the fat. You feel me? But yeah. I, I'll, I'll agree with you. We'll give it to Embiid right now. One for Luka. One for Jokic. One, one for, for Embiid. Embiid. The three three of the top guys in the NBA the past couple of years. Yeah. All foreigners. NBA has been rocking. You've been watching college basketball? No, Justin. No. I don't no. know why you asked me that shit. You know it's, I don't. It's the tune time. In. It's the time of the year. I will tune in March Madness, which I did mm. a lot of last year and the year before. But with all due respect, Justin, <coughs> I don't need to watch fucking because at this point, time you say it's the time of the year. This one is like boring. You, you got to You got to agree. This is, this is when it's like Duke versus East North Carolina State, and it's like eighty to thirty. Nah, I don't we, watch that shit. Nah, we just played Arizona yesterday. We lost. Nigga said we. You on the team? Nah. Oh, okay. I'm making sure. Making sure. Nah, yeah. We, you you went to Duke? Nah. Uh, you an alumni? <laughs> nah. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. It's um, we though. It's we. It's we. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that, yeah. that and that's another thing though, just real quick, why I can't can't rock with the college, bro. I didn't go to those schools. The school I went to was D three. I didn't even go to their games. I went to one basketball game, bro. You feel me? So it's like, fuck am I gonna do? I'm gonna be like, yeah, let's go bring a pole. March Madness, that shit ain't never gonna happen. No. I mean, I've been rooting for Duke since I was like 11. <laughs> Dick riding. Yeah. Dick riding. You know what? And if, if I told you, if I'm picking the team, if they make you it picking a March the Madness, Jersey team? No. Oh. I'm picking the Gamecocks. Oh, yeah. That's my team. Remember, I committed to them. Fuck Isaiah South Co- Carolina, right? Yeah. South Carolina Gamecocks. Isaiah That's Collier. He, he looks great. Who? Isaiah Collier, USC basketball. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll know more of his name in May. Watching watching his breakdown for the draft. Oh, yeah, true. That, that's that when I'm tuned episode, in. That draft episode, yeah. But that's so far through two in. games, he looks fucking great. Yeah. Good, good for like him. Yeah, like three Michael Jordan layups in one game. Good, good for him, Justin. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll see that shit <laughs> in the scouting report when they say plus finishing. You feel me? And watch all highs and the fucking breakdowns for that shit. And one more thing I want to shout out. Nothing to do with basketball. They didn't play last week, but go Lions, bro. We cooking right now. And Justin, if we make it to the Super Bowl, I'm going to get a Jared Goff jersey. And that'll be my first owned football jersey in my life. My brother gave me a Tiki Barber jersey. I never wore that shit, to be honest. But this would Damn. be the... This, what? That's a good jersey. I don't like football, bro. That's Look, a good nigga, if I find it, I'll give it to you, but... Besides that, bro, Jared Goff will be my first NFL jersey. If we, yes, we go to the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. I'm a Lions fan now. Sorry, so stamped, Giants. Stamped Lions. Like when it, when Daniel Jones, when Daniel Jones is not playing, bro, the Lions is my main team. Remember, I fuck with all the cat teams. You feel me? Fuck with all the cat teams: Panthers, Lions, Bengals. Then you got the Chargers. Shout out Philip Rivers. Oh, and the Giants. <clears throat> Right now, it's just the priority shifts. You feel me? Oh, shit. Oh, so, so right now, my priority is the Lions. I thought you were stamping the Lions as your official favorite team. This season, they are. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to Next change. year, Daniel Jones, when he when he's throws 4,500 yards next year, they'll be number one. <clears throat> I mean, you know he tore his ACL, right? That's what I'm saying. So because he's hurt, I'm not rooting for these niggas. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about Saquon. I don't give a fuck about them, bro. I mean, Think I care about that DeVito kid? No. Some jersey. I don't care, bro. With <laughs> <laughs> respect, wear a jersey. Um, I just north uh, or south. I think he went to Bosco. Oh, yeah. All right, shout out Bosco. You feel me? But besides that, bro, like I don't give a fuck about the Giants right now. Even if they were winning, but Daniel Jones wasn't there, I'm not. I'm not gonna give a fuck. Feel me? Like good for you guys. I'm still rocking with y'all, but Jared Goff is cooking. Proving the haters wrong. He better than Matthew Stafford. Fuck is you talking about? He better than him. This year and last year. Fuck is you talking about? Jared Goff is an MVP candidate. And respect Justin Herbert. I think they're playing against each other this week. If I'm not mistaken. I have to check. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are. I think my boy Leo told me that. I was like, damn. Two of my biggest fandoms. Who am I going to choose? I'm going I'm to put, put my sword... On the side of the of the Lions. As you should. Shots at Lions, bro. Shots to Jared Goff. They do play. Yep. Tomorrow or Monday? Tomorrow. That's that's the point thing too, Justin. The only football games I'm watching, almost the whole thing, literally just the Lions. <coughs> Damn. Damn, this nigga's sick. So we're gonna have to end the show right here. I'll do I'll do the housekeeping. This thing got COVID. I'm trying to get out of here. Follow us on TikTok, Twitter. Instagram, sub, obviously, guys, sub, like, comment, you feel me? Go to TikTok, do the same shit over there, go to the IG, do the same shit, tweet at us if you want some crazy shit, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start tweeting some crazy shit, I'm not gonna lie on the account, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna start tweeting some crazy shit, and be like, Jared Goff is the best quarterback we've seen in the past 10 years, Jared Goff. Is better. Well, he outplayed Pat Mahomes, so I'll say it. I'll say he's better than Pat Mahomes. Fuck is you talking about? Fuck is you talking about? Football connoisseur right here. <coughs> yeah, we out of here, yo. We will see you guys next time. Justin not even going to say bye. I'm going to see y'all.